Hello, my darlings. Welcome back to the AMBW podcast with your girl, Vivi. I'm so sorry to have taken quite a few months, well, it's two months, I think, off without notice. Quite frankly, I thought that I'll be able to continue my rhythm, but then, you know, sometimes life takes you by surprise, right? And that they there was a lot of stuff to sort out, but I was very much missing creating this space or rather feeding into this space. So I'm just so happy and so grateful to be back. And hopefully you guys are still here. If you're a new listener, please do follow us on Instagram at the AMBW podcast. Help us grow this community and keep going. Unfortunately, this week we have some bad news. A couple, I featured a couple of episodes ago, apparently got divorced. The situation is still quite unclear. And the couple I am talking about is Gin and Juice. It appears to be quite messy at the moment. They've both kind of released statements and it's messy. It's not it's quite heartbreaking to see um, and they're one of those couples who I really kind of thought were super authentic. Not to say there weren't authentic moments but yeah it's just all so messy and kind of reminding me like wow dating and getting to know people it can be later on a terrible choice but there's no way of foreseeing that and I saw in the comments people were saying like oh you know that's why you don't do this and that's why you don't do that and really it's like well there's people who've done all the so-called right things and still gotten it wrong so at this really difficult time I think if you can if you do know about it then just remember to be kind because much as they let us into their lives by you know vlogging and stuff like that we are not privy to every single detail of their relationship and them as people so yeah just remember to be kind and hopefully especially since they have two kids this whole situation kind of works out but yeah at the moment it's looking hella messy and yeah it's just quite heartbreaking to see that they have um parted ways really breakups man they're hard and they can be messy and they are a bit sad. Pray for them if you are a religious person, I guess, and please show them kindness online if you do choose to interact with them. But this week, I've got Romy's perspective and um, she's basically trying to give insight into what it's like to be married to a Korean man as she is married to Dom, who's a Korean man. I hope this perspective is very helpful to you, but I found it to be quite interesting and engaging. Here's Remy. A man is a man, no matter what, okay? And I think that as women, we have fantasies about certain men, and you probably have watched like a lot of dramas or a lot of movies, even when we're younger and we're watching like these Hollywood movies and these Disney movies about the prince saving the princess from her life, and then they kiss and then they have a fairy tale ending and ha- live happily ever after. No. <laughs> That's not how the real world works, okay? I want to just let you guys know that dating any man comes with a lot of sacrifice, a lot of commitment, a lot of hard work. And I don't want a lot of you to think that it's a fantasy to be married to someone, especially a Korean man. Korean men are not like they are in the dramas. Let me repeat. Korean men are not like they are in the dramas. The average Korean man is a hardworking man. The average Korean man works a lot of hours. The average Korean man probably doesn't even have time to really invest in his relationships just like they do in the dramas. Because let's be real, in the dramas, 
they got all the time in the world. Obviously, they sitting here flying and going to the girl's house and, you know, begging to be with her and have the time to go follow her around the city. That ain't it, okay, y'all? It just doesn't work like that. So don't get caught up in these fantasies, y'all. Don't get caught up in these dramas. Don't think they're gonna sweep you off your feet every day because most likely they're not gonna have time to sweep you off their feet. They're working all the time and they are just going to be putting all their effort into work and family. And one thing about my husband is, yeah, he's not the most romantic guy. And yeah, like, you know, that's something that I already knew because you know, I grew up with my dad and he's not the most romantic guy either. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't expect that. Of course, like, you know, you should expect the guy to love you. You should expect the guy to show you how much he cares. But I don't want you guys to have this fantasy like they're always going to have rose petals on the floor or what you guys see on Instagram with these couple goals and y'all going to be matching all the time and all these things like these kind of relationships are just a facade. Like, I hate to break it to y'all. Like, it's not like that day in and day out. Yeah, like, you know, you can't have matching clothes and you guys can be so close and you guys can have these like, you know, these romantic, you know, overt gestures of love. But in reality, most people work. <laughs> in reality, most people put time into things that they care about in different ways. Like I can show my husband I love him by just simply being present. I can show my husband that I love him by just simply listening to him when he has a hard day. I can show my husband that I love him by just being there to motivate him and being like his his help me, like somebody who's there around around him to to help him get through his life and make his life easier. That's how I can show him love. And he can show me love just by being attentive to me, by being protective, by making sure that you know, our, our house is in order in the sense that like, I'm feeling like my needs are being met. That's how we show our romantic gestures to each other. We don't necessarily want to put this idea out there that, you know, we're just always like on, you know, we're turned on, like in the sense that like, oh my God, I'm doing this for him and I'm doing that. And I'm, you know, I'm taking him on trips or he's taking me on trips. And yeah, that happens. Don't get me wrong, but I don't want you guys to live in a fantasy world where you think like, your man's gonna be romantic 24 seven. It's just not reality. The reality is that relationships take time, they take work, and you have to constantly be putting effort in to make things happen. Don't look at materialistic things as a proof or show that they love you because most often that those things are just for show. Family over everything, F-O-E. Like they are totally F-O-E for life. Like family is a very big deal in Korea. Um, I've been here for about four going on five years. Actually, it's five years right around the corner. 2022 will make it five years since I've been in Korea. And through my observations from sitting back and observing a lot of things since I've been here, I will say that family means a lot to everyone here. Like what your family says about you counts. And what your family thinks about something counts. So some guys, they are not as strict with it. Some guys will choose you over their families, but a majority of men, they just don't have it in them because their parents are tied to everything they do. In Asian and especially in Korean culture, your family can disown you. Like I've heard of situations where the uh, family said, hey, we're not paying for your schooling anymore if you continue to date that girl. Like they have a deep, deep, deep investment in you. And also, you know, a lot of Korean men, they are very dedicated to their family. They have that obligation to be dedicated to their family because that's just how their culture is set up. So 
If you get in the door and you're able to get along with his family and you're able to get yourself into that situation, then that's a big plus for you. And I would say that in order to do that, now, now racism is a whole nother subject, okay? So if his family is racist, that's a whole nother animal that that's another separate situation. I personally wouldn't recommend that you go begging people to accept you. I'm just being real. If Dom had told me that his parents weren't into black people and they didn't like me, I would have chucked the deuces and been like, let's go. Because I don't have time to be dealing with that. Like, I know some people, they can persevere and true love conquers all. But when it comes down to it, like if his family already has those reservations about you, it's going to take like a whole mountain for you to overcome. And do you really want to deal with that? I mean, if you do, that's more power to you. But me, I just, I'm not cut from that cloth. Like, I would not be sitting waiting in the wings for him. That's just not it. So I would say like, if his family is racist, then I would say just, I mean, it's your decision, sis, but me personally, I couldn't deal with that. Now, for those of you who his parents are fine and, you know, or his family is okay, or maybe like his family is just curious and they're, but they're open to meeting you. This is where that advice applies. So if his family is open to meeting you, really try to learn the Korean language. That's a big, big benefit to you, whether you're in Korea short term or long term, because learning Korean can open up so many doors for you. Even if you speak minimal, Korean is better than nothing. Not knowing Korean and trying to get into a Korean family is like a recipe for disaster because that's how they communicate. Like, how can you communicate with your mother-in-law if you don't even know how to talk to her? Like, how can you express how you are and what kind of person you are if you don't even know what to say to her? Or it doesn't even have to be a mother-in-law, even boyfriend's parents. Like... How can you meet them and not know how to communicate with them? That's a big barrier. And some guys, like, you know, they'll still bring you around their parents, but eventually the expectation will be that you will immerse yourself in Korean culture. You're going to be kind of Korean-like, not losing your identity, but you have to really love the culture. You have to really accept the culture and accept him being in that culture or else it's just going to be a problem for you. So another thing that you can expect while uh, dating a Korean guy or getting married to a Korean guy is that you have to be a patient teacher. Some Korean guys have lived abroad and thanks to the internet and television, we've had like a vast amount of cultural exchanges and we can learn things from each other. But however, I mean, how realistic is it to learn about someone from the internet? Like, think about it. If I were expecting people to learn about Black people on the internet, child, <laughs> the things they would tell me you know oh i think all black people do this no we don't we don't so it's the same with korean people don't trust what you see on the internet you actually have to be immersed in the culture to understand it and i would say that you have to be a patient teacher they might not understand you especially for my ladies who are of a different complexion my women of color um White women too, to a certain extent, but I think women of color, we definitely have a lot to teach them, especially when it comes to race relations, when it comes to um, how we navigate through life differently than them. Our hair is a big thing. It took a lot of patience for me to teach Dom certain things. I was the first black girl that Dom has ever dated. So for him, it was a whole new world. It was a whole new world for him. He ain't even know about bonnets. He called my bonnet a painter hat. And he's always like, why you look like you're working at a pizza shop, like an Italian shop because of the bonnet. 
I had to teach him about natural hair, about how I can't, you know, do certain things that he can do. Like, I can't wash my hair every day. That was mind blowing for him. Like, I had to really sit there and be patient with my husband because that's something that he never was exposed to. So I had to teach him, hey, I don't wash my hair every day. Black girls cannot wash their hair every day. And, you know, I usually wash my hair once a week. And then he saw the process and now he understands that this is how it works. Also wearing wigs, that was another thing. Sometimes I like to wear protective style. So I was like, hey, this is not my hair. This is something that I wear to protect my hair. My hair needs protection because it is a little bit more fragile than your hair, you know, things like that. Or even, you know, little other things about black culture that he may not know, or even Haitian culture that he may not know. Like there's so many things that comes with dating a Korean man and you have to be willing to be a teacher, especially if you are a woman of color, somebody from a totally different culture and different upbringing, you definitely have to be very patient. And it's worth it because now he knows, like I can speak for my husband and say that he is very well versed in black womanhood, okay? Like not 100%, but he knows a lot of things that he didn't know before. And he's actually learning so many different things because of being with me, just as I am learning different things from being with him. Another thing you can expect about being with a Korean man is that they work hard. Working hard has a whole nother meaning in Korea. You know, there's a saying that says the devil works hard, but this person works harder. I would say the devil works hard, but Koreans work harder. Let me tell you something. These people work hard, okay? I'm talking about, I see people working from the morning until like eight, nine at night. I've known of old people, I see them like working all types of hours during the day they work okay like they are working people very hard working people and that's one of the things that i actually admire about the culture is that they will work to get what they need like they will work hard just to get to the next level in their life like they make so many sacrifices for their family and for the future of their family they're always thinking about future so you can expect to work hard and even harder so for example, what I mean by this is that I'm from a Western country. So my upbringing is we like to rest. Okay, so we work hard, but then we play hard. Work hard, play hard. Like it's your job. Y'all know that song. <laughs> so we work hard, play hard, right? But then they work hard and work harder. So there's no play time. You can't just be laying around in the house being lazy. They do not like that. They think like if you're just sitting there resting, that means you you ain't doing nothing. Time is wasting, honey. That's how they roll. You got to really put in your mindset that you're in a culture where they expect you to work all the time. They expect you to keep up with the housework, keep up with your children, keep up with the, um, the, the child rearing, keep up with family relationships. You are responsible for that, especially if you plan on being a wife. If you plan on being a wife, girl, <laughs> you, you better get the work. You better get the working, get the working because they do not like people who are resting all the time. So for example, I did the meeting my in-laws video during the Chuseok. I had to work. I 
couldn't just be sitting there lazing around. Like, it just wasn't like that. Like, you have to actually put your best foot forward. You always have to show that you are proactive. You always have to do things around the house. You can't just come home and just sit down and then lay around. You gotta, like, you know, start cleaning. You gotta make sure the house is organized. You gotta make sure the kids are well fed. If you have children, you have to make sure that dinner is made. And if you have a husband like mine, like we kind of switch duties, like he's very helpful with that. So I must admit, my husband does help me a lot. But some other men, especially Korean men, they come from a culture where the woman is the primary caregiver of the household. She is the one who maintains everything. So if you're dating that kind of man and that's what he saw in his upbringing, then he, his expectations are that he's going to go and work hard, but you're going to stay home and work harder. So that's all to say that you gotta really like put in your mindset that you're in a different cultural space it's not a westernized culture or whatever culture you come from if you come from a culture that's similar to korean culture then you're okay you're gonna be a1 but if you come from a western culture and you expect your man to help you out a lot that's probably not gonna happen here like it really depends on the guy. I don't want to generalize, but majority of the time here, I see women really, really, really putting their all into the family. I see women have to do so much in the household and the man is just responsible for being the financial, uh, the financial breadwinner. However, that's case by case. And like I said, that could be any man. It's not just Korean men, but I just want to put it in context for you guys, especially for you guys who want to date guys in Korea. The expectations are very high for wives here and you've got to be able to fill in that role, whether you're a foreigner or not. They don't give a crap if you're a foreigner. They're like, once you marry in a Korean family, you are therefore Korean and you therefore have to act like a Korean. You have to be Korean. You have to have some type of Koreanness to you. Not saying physically, like I'm not talking about you gotta look Korean, but I'm saying like your attitude and your behavior has to adapt to Korean culture. So you gotta be ready for that. been listening to the AMBW podcast with your host Vivi Delilah. Follow us on Instagram at the AMBW podcast 